Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Japan, the show that brings you the most trending news stories and cultural insights from Japan. Today is September 10th, and we're coming to you straight from Akasaka, Tokyo. I'm your host, Julian Domanski, and joining me, as always, is my co host and founder of Japan Insider, Yasuharu Matsuno. Hey, guys, welcome back. So, we ended the last episode with the breaking news of Suga stepping down as the prime minister, right? Yeah, it was a, a poorly timed surprise, I would say. Mm. These, these announcements always come right after we. Like stop recording <laughs> for some reason. I think yeah, as we were saying, did, did we talk about this last week? But I even think we when, mentioned it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even when Abe was stepping down last yeah. year, yeah, it was right after or yeah, right after we finished the recording. Right. Yeah, that's how I remember the day that it happened because we were recording, and then、mm. we said, "Oh God damn it!" Like, <laughs> yeah, we have to wait a whole week to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so、uh, this is something you know, no one was really expecting.、Mm. You know, even high-profile politicians were、mm. surprised. So I guess this will be the main news story from you this week. Yeah, this will be my pick.、Um, mm. But what have you got for us this week, Yasu? So my story this week is about a high school which created a manga department for、mm. uh, students based on the partnership with a famous manga studio. Oh, cool. Okay. So allegedly, this is the very first high school in Japan to create a, a manga department. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of,、uh, visionary. Yeah. So this will be interesting. Cool. All right. Well,、uh, let's get straight into the news then, shall we?、Mm-hmm. On the 3rd of September, Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga expressed his intention to resign as mounting public criticism over his response to the COVID 19 pandemic and growing doubts among ruling Liberal Democratic Party lawmakers about his leadership have diminished his chances of winning a second term. Following the slew of defeats by LDP lawmakers and his allies in elections, including the Yokohama mayoral election last month, which have underscored the public's discontent with the government, Suga has been increasingly under scrutiny. For his ability to lead the party in a general election and secure a majority of seats. Although he had earlier announced his bid for a second term, a poll conducted on August 28th revealed that his party's approval rating had dropped to a new low of 26%. Amid falling support within the party, as well as increased pressure from the public, he decided not to follow through with his plan. With Suga's decision not to run in the September 29th LDP leadership election, some senior party lawmakers, such as former Foreign Minister Fumio Kishida, Vaccination Minister Taro Kono and former Internal Affairs Minister Sanae Takeichi have announced their bids or indicated their intention to join the race. Campaigning will start on September 17th. As the new head of the majority party, Suga's successor will become the next Prime Minister. However, it may be short lived as the LDP contest comes ahead of a general election that must be held in the fall as the term for lower house members expires on October 21st.、Uh, yeah, so like you said, Yasu, it's、um, quite a big surprise.、Mm. But then. As I was kind of like researching for the story in retrospect, and I guess maybe it wasn't such a, su- a surprise, you know, like、mm. judging by the the history, I guess like pre Abe days, you know,、mm. when like it was almost like every year Japan had a, had a new prime minister. Right. And as I mentioned in the story, his,、uh, his current approval rating is 26%.、Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a poll、mm-hmm. done by、uh, Kyodo News. Yes. I don't say it's the lowest ever. I'm not sure of the, 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 the figures, but it's, it's not high, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, and I agree. But at the same time, what came as a surprise was the timing.、Mm-hmm. You know, I think everyone kind of expected that Suga needs to step down sooner or later,、mm-hmm. probably before the end of this year. Yeah. 
Uh, but many people expected that he will serve as the prime minister uh, until the next general election. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, you know, decided not to wait until that, mm -hmm. but just, you know, uh, decided to step down uh, mm. soonest, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so as I mentioned at the end of the story there, the, the term for the members of the House of Representatives mm. will expire on October 21st, but yeah. that's not the actual day of the election, right? Yeah, it seems a bit confusing, but um, the actual election date is right now. Let me let me double check. Yeah, so it seems now the election date is scheduled on November 7th. Oh, okay. So it's so about like two, less than three weeks after the, the end of the term. Mm. So yeah, the the vote for the new party leader, obviously mm. like by default, this person will become the next prime minister. Mm. But if, you know, if there's kind of some kind of drastic upheaval uh, in the general election, then their term could be less than a month, technically. <laughs> right? True, true. And, and then there could be another prime minister. But mm. how likely do you think that is to happen? I it, don't think um, that'll be the case. It's very yeah, likely. The chance think, yeah. is very low. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, you know, uh, Taro Kono, mm. um, one of one of our uh, favorites. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we talked about him many times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the minister of uh, digital reform. Mm -hmm. And he's the most seemingly radical one. Mm. He uses Twitter very often mm. and popular, especially amongst the young people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but his uh, rival will be Mr. Kishida. He's the former Minister of Foreign Affairs. Mm. And, you know, he's he's never been a massively popular figure, but at the same time, uh, especially in contrast with uh, Abe and Suga, mm. Um, good or bad, like he is not uh deeply connected to the the most like, traditional factions mm. uh within LDP. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would say like many people have a clean impression about him, mm. but at the same time, mm, he doesn't really appear as the most how do you say like effective leader to many people at the same time. Oh, okay. So he he's a good guy, but. Um, what can he do, you know? Yeah, so when Suga came in the, into power first, right, um, which was just about a year ago, yeah. I think it was September 16th last mm. year, a lot of people were calling him like Pancake, Pancake Gigi, yeah. you know, and he's got a little round face and he looks <laughs> kind of harmless. And yes. I guess compared to Abe, yeah, he, people were more kind of hopeful for mm. something a little bit different, even mm. though he was Abe's right-hand man at the yes. time. So, yeah, yeah. So what do you think has changed people's attitude towards him? Mm. Yeah, that's a very good question. And, you know, I read an interesting article uh, saying that uh, Suga is a very old type of a Japanese politician, mm. which he means by that uh, Suga really focuses on getting his job done. Mm. But he is really terrible at explaining things. <laughs> and which I kind of like imagine is the case. Right, right. You okay. know. He's a very majime type of guy, mm -hmm. um, as, as you can kind of tell, mm -hmm. right? But there's a old Japanese virtue mm -hmm. uh, on on Japanese man, which is about man shouldn't be like too too talkative, mm -hmm. but just you know you should just focus on what you should be doing, mm -hmm. you know. And you know, just as an example, there was a very famous TV commercial from Sapporo Beer, mm -hmm. uh, which says. 
Have you heard of this phrase? Uh, no, but that just means like adults, like shut up and or men shut up and have a beer, basically. Sapor beer. Yeah, the idea is there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, otoko wa damatte do something. It, it, it has almost become a meme. Ah, you know, okay. there was no like word uh, meme back then. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But everyone started it uh, saying like, you know, otoko wa damatte do something. Right, right. You know, just just show up and get get on with it. Kind yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it just exemplifies the traditional like value mm. of the Japanese people. Mm-hmm. You know, man uh, shouldn't be talkative. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also a phrase called, uh, you know, senaka de kataru. Kataru? Kataru means to talk. talk. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. Talk you, with your back. Whenever. Yeah, talk with your back. That's the direct translation. But uh, what essentially means is that kind of like talk through your behavior or oh, actions. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that one's a little harder to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a figure of speech. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. So according to this writer, Suga is that type of politician. Mm, okay. Mm. Interesting. But according to this guy, uh, two major achievements were the holding of Olympics and expediting the process of vaccination. mm yeah, so, you know, to be fair, it's a bit difficult to say how much she has done or not done because one year is just too short, right? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people felt a bit sorry for Suga at the start because mm-hmm. he just basically inherited a whole load of crap basically from mm-hmm. Abe, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily Abe's fault. It's just the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. But to be put in the, the, the hot seat in the middle of that mm-hmm. and then you you just automatically like adopt all of the blame for mm. everything. <laughs> right. Even though it's not necessarily your fault mm. initially. Yeah. So in reality, it's quite difficult to judge his uh, performance as prime minister. Mm. But um, at the same time, I agree with the majority of people in Japan that Suga is definitely not good at presentations. Mm. And compared to even compared to Abe, he didn't appear on camera as often. Right. Okay. And even when he did, um, he just sounded like a robot. Yeah, he's not the most charismatic man, I would say. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. And whenever, yeah, he, he talks on the camera, like he he sounds like least persuasive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it just got worse as the year went on because every time I would see a video of him talking, he just seemed to get more and more, I don't say he's depressed, but he doesn't look happy, right? Right. He just looks t- like so tired. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean... feel sorry for him. You know? Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it's definitely a tough job. Whatever you say about his politics, mm. you know, t- to do that job at this current time in, you know, the, the world, right? It's just mm. it's just not an easy situation to have to, to be in charge of a country. So yeah. it's kind of crazy. But yeah, I mean, as you talked about the, um, the coronavirus measures, according to this, this poll that I mentioned earlier, um, only 14% of people thought he did a good job mm. uh, with, with the countermeasures as a whole not just the vaccine um four zero fourteen so fourteen yeah, yeah. Oh, that's bad <laughs> yeah and uh seventy yeah. percent said they were unhappy so i guess people in the middle just had no opinion or whatever but mm. as we mentioned earlier um uh konotaro mm-hmm. who is the the front runner uh, people suspect he will become the next prime minister at mm-hmm. least for the very short term right mm. um but he's actually the the chief of the vaccination rollout as well Oh, so I actually didn't know. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't pay too much attention to it, but mm. I just noticed in the last couple of days, um, uh, someone posted on Twitter that um, in Japan now there's been 146 million 
doses of the vaccine now administered. Obviously, as you know, it requires two doses to get fully vaccinated, right? So even if that was just like fully vaccinated people, that would be about half the population. Mm. But it's a bit of a mix of like one shot and people with two shots. Um, but it appears by the end of October that um, around 70% of the country will be vaccinated, mm. which is which is pretty positive. Yeah, no one is really criticizing Kono mm. uh, for, you know, on, on vaccines right now. Mm. But I have a feeling that uh, if Kono becomes the new prime minister, mm. people start criticizing him. Yep. Just as bad as they did for Suga. Mm. Because... I think the biggest issue that we have as a society is that uh, many people are unhappy, you know, mm. over the COVID situation. Yeah, it is related to political issues, but, um, you know, it's a natural disaster, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. A lot of it is out of people's hands, right? Exactly. So I think no, no matter who the, the next leader of Japan is going to be, those unhappy people will mm. just keep criticizing the leader no matter what yeah i think yeah whoever it will be will definitely have an uphill battle um it seems like um you know uh konosan is quite an outspoken guy though maybe compared to someone like suga who tends to keep you know like he, he just kind of i mean I, I, actually i don't follow him too closely but he, i never mm. see like controversies about things that he said or you know like he never makes any kind of outrageous comments yeah so as he probably will be the next Prime Minister, um, one thing I thought was interesting about Kono Taro is that um, he studied at Georgetown University in America. Mm. So um, apparently he's you know very proficient in English. And I, I do actually follow, I'm actually, I follow both of his Twitter accounts, but he has an English account and a, a Japanese oh, Twitter account. Really? Um, and yeah, I mean, bar the odd like grammar mistake, his English seems pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's quite a good, uh, I mean, it's not really like, that important for people who live in Japan, but on a, like an international stage, mm. it always helps when your leader can speak like an international language, right? That's true. Mm. Um, but, you know, as I was looking through Twitter, I found something really funny that cropped up. Uh, there's this new hashtag, mm. which is a hashtag, uh, Kono-san ni broku Have you oh. heard of this? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's quite notorious for blocking people on Twitter. Oh. And so it's turned into this new hashtag now. So um, it basically just means yeah, that hashtag like uh, blocked by... Mr. Kono, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, in in retaliation to the the, the hashtag, he's, he came out and said, um, "He's like, I'm not doing it to sensitive people, but there's a lot of hurtful people out there, mm. and you know, I'm just trying to save myself from you know hurtful comments." Mm. But to be honest, like, I completely back him on that case yeah, because so do I. Twitter's awful. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a horrible place to uh-huh, be. Uh-huh. Um, don't but, don't waste his time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty funny, but. The, the the funnier thing was like when I searched for the hashtag on Twitter, mm. there were so many people who just like out of curiosity they just checked to see if they'd been blocked and not they had, but they weren't like journalists or politicians. They're just like random people. Huh. And so like sometimes I think he just like maybe he sees tweets. Mm. You, you know, like Twitter like promotes popular tweets to you. Oh, you know, it might okay. just be like you know someone you've never heard of said this, you know, just because it's like trending or whatever. Oh. But maybe he sees that tweet and he doesn't agree with it. So he just blocks the person anyway. Or if he's <laughs> simply not interested in a topic. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of become this like meme on Twitter. It's like, have you been blocked by Konotaro? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it'll be more funny if he becomes the prime minister. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, you can I'm say- blocked you got- by the PM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, you know that, that's just a little bit of a, a lighthearted thing to, mm. to follow up on the story. So, I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously this is an ongoing 
story. Mm. So, you know, as and when we have more updates, uh, yeah, we'll be sure to give you guys the news.、Mm-hmm. Okay, so up next, a Japanese high school is creating a manga department for students. Takamori High School in Kumamoto Prefecture announced that they will create a manga department where students will learn the ins and outs of manga or Japanese comics. Manga is what most anime in Japan start off as, and manga can be looked at as the literal storyboards for anime. Takamori High School will be the first high school in Japan and likely in the world to have a manga department. The manga department won't just be an extension of our class. As Takamori High School is partnering with the major manga and anime production studio, Koamix. Though headquartered in Tokyo, Koamix recently opened a secondary studio in Takamori. Koamix is known for series like City Hunter, Hokuto no Ken, or Fist of the North Star, Cat's Eye, and recently, Record of Ragnarok, all of which began as manga and later got anime adaptations. Apart from learning how to draw, Students will also learn how to put together storylines and use various technologies, including the digital illustration software and tablets that almost all manga artists utilize today. Students will also have the opportunity to participate in extracurricular activities at Quamix Studio to learn even more and get a first hand look at how everything works. So I thought this is great. Yeah. You know,、doing. I'm a big manga guy, right?、Mm-hmm. I don't really watch anime much, but for manga, I probably read, I don't know, a few hundreds of them、mm. like every year. Yeah, yeah.、Uh, and it only got easier because I don't need to like purchase them in bookstores, but、mm. I can just download them on Kindle.、Mm. So I'm very happy to hear you know, about this initiative. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It kind of reminds me of the.、Um We had that story a few months ago of,、uh, was it Netflix creating like the Anime Academy? Kind of, yeah. Like scholarship kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Scholarship, yeah, yeah,、right. scholarship. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that, right? Yeah, But, yeah. But much, much younger, I suppose. Yeah, much younger, yeah. So this will be like a regular, like, Bukatsu kind of. Well, so they also offer it as a Bukatsu or extracurricular activities. Right, okay. But、uh, this is an official class. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's considered as part of the, the credits that you need to graduate from high school. Oh, okay. That was the, the, the distinction I was, wasn't understanding there.、Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, for,、yeah. for Bukatsu, there are hundreds of them across,、oh, okay. across the nation. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's no surprise. I、right? see, I see. Yeah. Yeah, but it is offered as a, as a class. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And as you may or may not know, like, there is a college. Uh, that has the manga department.、Mm. The name of the, the school is Kyoto Seika University.、Mm. So, obviously, it's、uh, the university in Kyoto. Sure, okay. I just double checked and、uh, they opened the manga department in 2006. Oh, okay. So, so, it's been around for almost 15 years. Yeah, that's quite old by now, I guess. Yeah.、Mm. I mean, I know there are like manga schools in Japan.、Um, yeah, yeah. But I guess they're not. Like official in the way that like schools are official, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So those <clears throat> manga or anime schools are like training schools.、Mm. So it will not be considered as, you know, proper high school or college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you won't earn a degree.、Mm. But it seems that、uh, Kyoto Seika University has,、um, has managed to attract more students or more enrollments、mm. after they've opened up the manga department. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But now,、um, you know, they're trying to do this in high school. So、mm. I think it's impressive. <laughs>
Yeah, so I noticed in this um, this Japanese article that you shared with me um, mm. about this story that um, they can actually be building dormitories. Oh yeah, for like people to come from outside of you know outside of town, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool because um, I'd imagine even though it's kind of far away, even for say if you live in like Tokyo, you might mm. be you know interested if you're like 16, 17 year old, yes, who wants to study that and mm. get kind of the early start in the career, mm. then you might you know uh, even consider moving down to. Uh, Kumoto and you know enrolling in the school. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree, and I think such dormitory type of facility is quite key. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, I I read in the article that uh, this Takamori High School is facing a big problem of um, decline in the number of enrollments. Mm-hmm. So they used to have almost uh, six hundred students school wide mm-hmm. uh, back in nineteen seventies, right? But today they only have eighty eight students. Right, yeah. So less than or around like 20 to 30 students in each grade. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Quite <laughs> small, right? But the, the fundamental problem that they're facing is the declining aging population in the Japanese countryside. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that is why, as you say, it's quite important for uh, the school to attract more people from outside. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if they're trying to attract more high school students within the town, mm-hmm. You know, there's just no... They no just don't people. exist. Right? Yeah, they, they just don't <laughs> exist, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd never obviously heard of this high school before, so I just checked out the location. Hmm. And uh, yeah, it's like just bang in the middle of nowhere. It's just like <laughs> like in some mountain. Um, like It's actually like 25 miles from uh, Kumamoto City. Oh. Um, so it's just like, yeah, like, like really in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I'm also checking the satellite view. Google, <laughs> but yeah, it looks like it is on a high mountain. Yeah, yeah. So it's in some like yeah, remote valley. It's actually on the edge of uh, Aso National Park, which is like, a, mm. you know, like a designated like national park. It's got like volcanoes and stuff mm-hmm, in it, mm-hmm. which, um, yeah, it looks like a pretty cool place. But yeah, it doesn't look like the kind of place you'd go to high school. <laughs> mm, it's even far from the Kumamoto city too. Yeah, exactly, right? So the, yeah. it doesn't even look like there's a... I mean, actually, maybe the, yeah, there's a train that goes there, but... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how many hours it takes to the city, right? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah for, for, for younger people especially, I guess living out, living out in that area is a bit more challenging. Mm. Just because, you know, especially young people who want to do manga, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like trendy and it's like i don't know it's like a modern thing right so mm. just being stuck in the mountains might right. not be that appealing but i guess it's a it's definitely a cool idea to attract people to the area yeah and in that sense it's even more amazing that uh some of the most popular manga writers mm. will be actually visiting this high school mm. and teaching right oh wow, okay yeah, yeah. So i i don't know like uh, where they live <laughs> but uh it seems like this studio is uh headquartered in tokyo yeah yeah so i don't know like how many hours or <laughs> is it possible to travel within a day it uh it's quite like, far yeah yeah i mean shinkansen to kumamoto i yeah that's probably about seven or eight hours from from Tokyo. <laughs> Even to Fukuoka, it takes five, like, yeah. well, five to six hours. Yeah, right? I think you have to change at Hakata Station, right? Yeah, and then go yeah. down. And then go down. And then get like a train into the mountains. I mean, I'm sure there is a flight. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, even if you get to the airport, maybe it takes hours to get to right. this town. So. <laughs> yeah. But in any case, as you as you mentioned, um, having the dormitory, uh, places for people to, to stay. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think yeah, overall it's a really cool initiative, and I'm yeah, I'm interested to see, you know, will this spawn the next generation of, uh, you know, uh, imagination and new ideas in manga? Could be yeah, some. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I never consider myself like becoming a manga writer. Mm. You know, I'm not like good at drawing in the first place. <laughs> But uh, this is something that I would definitely try if I were in high school today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because like, what what were you doing when you were in high school? Like, what what courses, classes were you taking? Uh, music, actually. I was. Oh, that's that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. But other than music, because actually, if it, it's a bit different for me because in the UK we don't have high school. We finish school at sixteen, so technically you can just get a job and go to work. But I went to what we call college, which is high school. Oh. And I only studied music. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you were in middle school, what were you studying? Oh, just everything. Everything. Yeah, right? in, yeah in middle school. So that's up to the age of 16. Yeah. So, for example, like I was never interested in certain like subjects, mm. such as like biology. Sure. Okay. Um, and yeah, I would definitely choose... You know, learning about, you know, learning <laughs> yeah. how to write manga over biology. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think most people would. Yeah. E- even if they didn't have an interest in manga, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it just looks fun, right? So, yeah, as you may know, like manga isn't just about uh, drawing, but it's also about uh, coming up with the storyline, mm-hmm. you know. So it requires various skills. Mm-hmm. And as you know, the author of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, mm-hmm. uh, Hirohiko Araki mm-hmm. or Araki Sensei, mm-hmm. He he often describes the manga as sogo geijutsu. Sogo geijutsu. Oh, mm. like a a complete like art. Yeah. Or skill, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. So sogo is like yeah, mm. like complete or uh, mixed or total. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, mm. yeah. So you just you know combine different all those like different skills to uh, make mm. an, make an art. Wise words from the master himself. Even if you don't end up becoming a professional manga writer, you will still learn a lot mm. uh, throughout the course, I believe. That's, yeah, it's a really good point. I never thought about it. But yeah, you have to learn to, yeah, I guess like develop characters, write a story. Mm. Mm. Even things like thinking about the placement of certain images on the paper and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I think that maybe differs quite a lot to anime artists because mm. they just turn up to work and there's a director mm. and he'll say, like, okay, you have to draw this particular like camera angle yeah, and yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah. thing, right? Uh-huh. But for, yeah, for manga, especially in the early days, yes, most people just do everything themselves, right? Exactly. I think some bigger guys have like assistants. Yeah, at some point. But it's yeah, just once like... Once you become famous or popular. Mm. Yeah. But as you say, um, when you're starting, you got to do everything by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So if this Takamori High School manages to run this new ecosystem successfully, um, it will bring more people to the town. And also provide young talents to the manga and potential anime industry. Mm. Yeah, so I must say I have a very high expectation on this project. Yeah, I, 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 I'd say I have a high hopes uh, to see maybe more high schools adopt this system. Exactly, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes in the future. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on to our final segment of the show, Word of the Week. So today, I'm going to introduce to you an interesting Japanese-English word that's often used amongst young people today. Yeah, by the way, when I say young people, um, that's including us. 
Oh, really? <laughs> so in a very broad definition, people in their 30s or below. Oh, you're very kind. Yes, mm. thank you. <laughs> But maybe 10 years later, I'll reconsider the definition. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the word of the week is fragu. Fragu. Um, well, it, sounds, it just sounds like flag. Hmm. So I guess flag. Um, maybe when you want to report somebody. Hmm. Um, so like it's like a red flag. Or like when you flag something up as a problem, hmm. that's how we use it in English. You know, mm, like uh, mm. if you're a coder, mm. like, oh, this, this code has been flagged because it has some kind of issue, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think very like original, like there, there are some commonalities between the original like English meaning yeah, yeah. and the way it's used in Japan today. Okay. But in Japan today, it's used in a, how do you say, like very specific Uh, circumstance. I, I, I give you a hint. Sure, sure. It's often used when you're watching TV dramas, movies, or it can be manga or anime, or even games. Oh, okay. Uh... Yeah, to describe a certain situation in a storyline. Uh, okay, uh, I've got it, I think. Does it mean like, you know, if someone's about to die or like ah, so something, yes. uh, something's Something big's going to happen, right? Yes. And there's a little yes. hint. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, okay. yes. Uh, we call that someone's about to die. Yeah. Um, we, we have a specific word for it. Yeah, yeah. We call it shibo flag. Shibo flag. Oh, yeah. yeah like death yeah. flag. Okay. Yeah, death flag. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter whether it's in Japan or, you know, also Japan. Yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of like a universal thing, right? Yeah, yeah. When you're watching a, let's say a war movie. Mm-hmm. And two soldiers are talking to each other in the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, one, one soldier, you know, start kind of talking about his newborn baby. Yeah, definitely going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the next scene, you know, he's like, oh, Julian, don't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it's, it's always like, a, I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like in any horror movie. I'll be right back. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or someone who doesn't believe in the ghost or yeah, yeah, yeah. Ser- serial killer, you know, the, sure. usually the arrogant one, mm. you know, oh, you know, I can, I can kill him, or, you know, <laughs> before he do- he kills me or... And he dies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's, that's, uh, furagu, mm. you know, uh, but there are various different types of, uh, furagu. Mm. And there's an opposite of shibo furagu, mm. which is seizon furagu. Seizon, that's just to keep living. Yeah. Or survive. Survive. Yeah. Survival, like, flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not as easy as shibo furagu, mm. but at a certain point, Like, you notice that, oh, this character is definitely not going to die, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it can be renai furagu. Oh, I don't know that one. Renai. 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 Oh, love. Yeah. Like, uh, you mean like two characters will get mm. together? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Or uh, it can be make furagu. Uh, losing flag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What is that like in like a battle or something? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So... Um, Even before the match starts, yeah, yeah. like you, you certainly know that you know he, he or she mm. or the team is going to lose. I see, I see. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> There are many different types of flag, mm. but the basic idea is the same. Oh, and I forgot <laughs> to mention a, another one, one last one. Oh, okay. There is a word, uh, flag crusher. Flag crusher. Oh, like a, someone who spoils something. Well, so no. um, sometimes, like these days. In, in a drama, let's say, you thought that the flag is super obvious. 
Uh, you know, someone's gonna die. Oh, you know, he's de- definitely gonna decoy. die. Yeah, yeah he's a decoy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he survives. And I'm like, what? What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, sometimes, uh, some like directors of the movies or uh, TV dramas like intentionally uh, uses a flag yeah, as yeah. a decoy. And but in the end, they 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 just crushes or um, destroys the flag. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would be useful for something like Game of Thrones. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, the author George R. R. Martin mm. is very notorious in that series and that series for just like kind of breaking people's hearts, mm. the readers' hearts, right? Because everyone gets attached to these characters, and True. and even like you know when you you have like a like saison fragu, mm. and you think like oh these this character's too cool, yeah, like, he can't yeah, die, yeah, yeah. he'll definitely be till the end. But in Game yeah. of Thrones, it was like I don't I don't care, like he's dead. Everyone- <laughs> True. True. So like- there, were, there were a couple of characters that lived, but. I agree. Yeah. The the thing about Game of Thrones is that too many important characters die, right? Yeah. I mean, like, as you say, like, even the the ones that you've initially considered, like, main characters, Mm. like, main characters never die, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Too many of them died. So, yeah, I think that's a good example of Ragukrasha. Yeah, decoy, yeah. It's a trap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's that's a really cool set of words. Mm. I really like that. And mm. I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's so useful for any kind of TV show. It doesn't have to just be manga or anime, right? Or like any a story, right? Games or yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm. I feel like that that is one I could actually use quite often in real mm. life. Yeah, I, I guess maybe the these kids in the, the high school as well. Maybe they have to learn about these kind of concepts, right? Mm. I'm sure they already know, but you know h- how to like put a good flag into your story mm. without making it cheesy or oh that's true. that's probably quite a, oh a you skill. mean the manga school yeah yeah that's probably quite a skill mm. right mm. um because like the obvious flags saying like yeah i'll be right back or like mm. uh, i've never met my you know newborn baby you know this is too, it's too cheesy right <laughs> or, i'm getting married like yeah. after this war is over but like, i think yeah. like um maybe a great example would be um like shingeki no kyojin because mm. i've never read the manga right but i've watched all the anime and when kind of shocking events happen mm. You know, I'm always, I say to my wife, like, I can't believe that. And then she's like, yeah, but if you read the manga, you'd know that like back in like episode 12, you know, hmm. and and then she, she'd like show me the part in the manga. Hmm. And, but she'd say like, you know, when I first read it, I had no idea. But once the event happens, when you go back and look at it, it's like, oh yeah, of course it was so obvious. Oh. There's always like little hidden details. Subtle flag. Yeah. It's just like kind of like kaku, kaku fragu, kaku de fragu thing. <laughs> hidden flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Maybe, maybe, you know, so it's like, it's it's a detail. And if you remembered everything, you'd probably guess, but it's too small, you know, most I people see, don't I notice. See. So I think, yeah, I think there's a really like, I think, I think installing flags into stories mm. is quite a skill in itself. Mm, <laughs> I must agree. <laughs> Interesting. All right, guys. Well, that wraps it up for this week. So whichever platform you listen to us on, make sure you subscribed for a brand new episode every single week. Thanks for listening, everyone. We recently launched our Facebook page for This Week in Japan. So if you have any questions, comments, or requests, you're welcome to do so. We also have our YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com slash japango. So find us there. So stay healthy, stay safe, everybody. And uh, whatever you're reading, watching, or playing this week, keep your eye out for some fragu. (laughs) And uh, yeah, let us know what you found. So be sure to check back next week for the very next episode of This Week in Japan. (laughs) 